Father, it's preaching time. Songs have been sung. Gifts have been given. Now, God, we need a word from on high. I ask you, Lord, that you let me decrease, that you would increase in me. Hide me behind the throne, O oh God. Let them see your image upon me. Hear your voice through me. Circumcise any unrighteousness. Bring clarity to scripture. And be concise in what you say. Now God, let this word fall on fertile soil. And disrupt stony ground. Let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart. Be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, I praise you, give you all glory and adoration because you're my strength. And, Lord, I'm in love with you because you're my redeemer. And the household of faith said, amen. Come on, let's give God some praise this morning. Oh, you can do better than that. If you know you're blessed. Show God how much he's been to you, how blessed you are. The elders used to say, you ought to show some sign if he's been good to you. Do me a favor, just look at your neighbor. You can't touch him, but tell him, neighbor, I got so much to shout about. Amen. Amen. Before I go any further... I forgot to get up and I want to get up and acknowledge these first quarter grades of one of our own, my godson, Brother Taekwon Taylor. Amen. We want to continue to encourage our children as they become stronger in the word. Amen. If you would, with your manuals of life, turn with me to St. Mark chapter 11. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love. With Jesus, falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I've ever done. Falling in love with Jesus. Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus was the best thing. Yeah, y'all help me. Ever done my favorite verse right here 
in his arms I feel protected in his arms never disconnected in his arms was the best thing I've ever ever done Luke chapter 11 Luke chapter 11 y'all got to excuse me Not, I'm sorry Luke chapter 11 Luke chapter 11 I feel good this morning I don't know about you but I feel good. Not only am I thankful for God and what he is doing and what he has done, but I reflect on some things um, because it was 15 years ago. that my granny departed. And so today I celebrate her. Even though she's not here, I know she sees me. And one thing she always used to tell us as little kids, if you don't love nobody, you gotta love Jesus. So that song was on my heart as I heard it in the announcements. Just to let her know that I've fallen in love with Jesus. And it was the best thing I've ever done. Luke chapter 1, if you're able to stand in respect to the word of God, please stand. I'm sorry, y'all. Luke chapter 11. Thank you, Reverend. If you have it, say amen. If you're still looking, shout out Bible study. We got room for you. And it reads, now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. We also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us unto temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. The word of God is blessed. You may be seated. This morning, if I can get you to help me preach on the subject, the topic, 
raise him up. Do me a favor and just look kindly at someone sitting next to you and tell them, neighbor, raise him up. Raise him up. I mentioned before how today I celebrate one of the many women that raised me. In fact, she is one of four that raised me. And in the raising, coming up, I can remember a lot of things that she taught us. She taught us some things that we should never forget. She taught us an old song. She said, don't forget the family prayer. When we gather in the evening, Jesus will meet you there. Don't forget the family prayer. But she also taught us how to read the Bible. And in reading the Bible, she said, if you don't get something, the Bible will always give you understanding. She said, in fact, the Bible will tell you how and when and where you should do what you need to do and how and when you should do it. In fact, she said, if you're ever down, she said, all you got to do is read the Bible and it'll pick you up. And I agree with her because even on days like this where we normally would be down, I can only reflect to what she taught me in raising me. As I look at John chapter 6 when he says, For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him shall have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. And then sometime when, when, when I get a little troubled, I travel to John chapter 12. And he always tells me, if I be lifted up, y'all ain't tracking with me already, from this earth, do I have a witness? I'll draw all men unto me. And you know, as I look back over what we have experienced in these last eight months, pandemic, deaths, wars and rumors of wars, churches falling apart, people leaving church, but yet he spared my life. People hungry, sleeping outdoors, no food to eat. No money in their pockets. But yet he still put food on my table. Clothes on my back. People losing their minds. Robbing Peter to pay Paul. Playing the stick-up kid on drug addictions. But yet, this morning when I rose, I didn't have no doubt that the Lord would take care of me. I wish I had at least two people to just think about something God has done for you and 
confine it within your holiness, your sanctification, your sanctified mind to say, I got a reason to raise him up because when I look back over my life, I'm preaching better than you sounded. And I think about the things that God has done for me. I got a reason to lift him up because many said I wasn't supposed to be here. I wasn't fit to live. I was definitely ready to die. I should have been dead somewhere sleeping in my grave. But God, you've been good to me. I wish I had three tracking with me. That can say the reason why I shout because he looked beyond my thoughts and he saw my knees. Somebody shout out, raise him up. Raise him up. As I look at this text, this pericope of St. Luke, I, I'm going to jump right into the heart of it because there's some things we need to know. One thing he shows me in raising him up is that when we pray in this manner, we must honor divine position of authority. Notice how Jesus has ordered and gave honor to divine authority in which he prayed. He gave homage to most to the most high. Importantly, he praised God. The text says, Our Father, which art in heaven, how it be your name. He places God in the highest position. To the highest point there ever could be. Knowing that no one or no thing could reach any higher. For the Bible declares in 1 Kings chapter 8 verse number 60. So that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God. There's no one else. When you put God first. And you are in the right frame of mind. It opens the path to his hearing. Are y'all with me this morning? In fact, when your mind is right and your heart is in order, you will be ready for what God is about to say. Truth be told, many times because of what we need and want, our minds are not in tune with praise. Therefore, it's hard for our hearts to open up to receive what he would be willing to give us. Now, understand the text, my brothers and sisters. God, God's hearing to their what they need. But watch this. He is not ready to respond to the call. He declares it like this to Solomon. He says, if you put your mind and your heart in the right place. Then when you do it right, I'm willing to make a life change. And in order for him to make a life change, your heart and mind must be right so he can change the things in your life. He told Solomon in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive them of their sin and heal the land. Can, can I ask you something? Has it ever been a time in your life where it has been so hard for you to grab focus? 
where you've tried to turn down the volume and the dilemma that's going on in your life just enough to put a praise on your lips. And so many times our prayers are omitted because we're quick to go to what we want instead of doing what we should be expected to do whether we get it or not. I mean, truth be told, we become anxious for no reason because last I checked, he is an on-time God. The old Baptist church used to say, he may not come when you want. I wish I had some witnesses here. But he's always on time. Granny and them used to say, Jesus is on the main line. Do I have any folk that can remember them old songs? You just got to call him up and tell him what you want. His line ain't never busy. He says, you have to put your mind in the right place. You got to do some things to put me first. And so many times we think God he's omitting our prayer is because we don't put him where he belongs. Uh, watch this. Why are things so loud in my life? Because I have placed everything above God. And the Bible says, he said, I will not be a God of under some other type of God. He said, I'm God all by myself. I'm a jealous God. So guess what? When you put it up before him, before permission, because I'm going to show you something in a minute. When you put it up before you get permission, he has to tear it down and you down. But when you put him up first, then now he's opened up his ears and become tentative to your every cry, your every dilemma, your every frustration, complaint, and circumstances. So then now I can throw up high blood pressure and he'll take it down. Diabetes, he'll take it down. Financial strain, he'll take it down. Spiritual warfare, he'll take it down. Why? Because when I pray correctly, God then hears. He hears me. That's why Matthew says, you got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto him. And I wish I can get somebody to say, Reverend, I did a lot of things and I didn't put God first and I never got what I wanted. But I discovered when I put his name first, every time I call on the name of Jesus, all I do is win, win, win. On my job, I win. In the doctor's office, I win. In the courthouse, I win. Because I know when you put God first, there's a blessing in store for me. Look at somebody say, put him first. Yeah, put him, put him first. He says you must honor divine position of authority. But look what he says next in the text. He says, effective appeal will feed you daily. The effective appeal will feed you daily. Meaning the effectiveness comes from deep within, which means it's coming from your heart. Uh, most importantly, we must understand that the writer wants you to know that when you give an appeal because of our stance and position of need, the Lord becomes a provider. Look at the text. The text says, give us this day our daily bread. 
The writer is talking in the present with a future tense, simply saying, I'm coming to you now, but I'm asking you to continue to bless me ever and forever. I saw something in that. What I saw in that was uh, an effective appeal displays his authority in my life. For the daily bread is, is the identity of his death over our sin. And with that, there is some newness that can shower upon me daily. Okay, y'all ain't feeling me. Watch this. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is, I wish I had some Baptist folk in here, thy faithfulness. That, that should be a shout right there because guess what? No matter what is going on in my life, I've always been able to get a blessing from God. Time and time again, every time I turn around, he just keeps on blessing me. I wish I had somebody could say, Reverend, I even remember when he says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You didn't wake up on your own this morning. It was his good graces and mercy. Somebody should be shouting because last night you know you should have been dead. You, you have to understand it, that it becomes a, an authority that's over in my life. Can, 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 can I tell you something? The reason why some folk can't honor his grace and mercy because we're too busy trying to tell him how to give it to us. <clears throat> Let me help you real quick. Y'all done got bougie on me. <sighs> you want to tell him when to give you grace and mercy. And watch this. Let me get a little deeper. And then you want to tell him how grace and mercy should look. Scoot in close. Just look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, let me show you what grace looked like. I wasn't supposed to look this good. I wasn't supposed to be standing before you right now. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. I know I was a wretch undone, but it was his amazing grace. How sweet it sounds that saved the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Just look at your neighbor again and say, I was blind, but I, I see. I, I see. I see. I, I see. Uh, he, I, I, without his grace and mercy. I wouldn't be here today. Uh, truth be told, if you wasn't looking at me so hard, you can shout because you know you wouldn't be here today. But watch this. I, I see, I see a little more, and that effective appeal will feed you daily. Watch this. It, it's it's a little more in this view because that effective appeal will feed you daily. Uh, the, the, the example was given to the disciples that the bread which symbolized his body, it will provide all the nourishments one would need. The whole objective of prayer is going to a source that will and can provide the way that you need in order to prosper. Uh, 
Did y'all hear me this morning? And the problem has become is we, we want to prosper down our road. But we won't let God put us on his road. And here it is. The Lord has showed us his position. And because we know of his position, that's why we can seek him because he's the only one that can do it the way that he does it. Uh, come here, Paul. Paul says in the Philippians 4, he says, and my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And the thing that he will supply is all wrapped up in his will. So we have to realize some things are not in his will for us. But to be a provider is his guarantee. Let me help you. Because if you got need health and strength, he will supply. A job, he will supply. A home, he will supply. A car, he will supply. Clothes, he will supply. A sound mind, he will supply. Joy, he will supply. Bridge over troubled water, he will supply. Direction, he will supply. Comfort, he will supply. Love, he will supply. Being a lawyer, he will supply. Peace, he will supply. Doctor in the sick room, he will supply. Food when I'm hungry. And I discovered, I'll just repeat it. And my God will supply all, not some, but all. All my needs. If I can get one witness. That could say every time I needed something. Throughout the day. He's been my bread. In fact, I found him to feed me even when I wasn't hungry. And see, some folk then hung up on the fact, you know, you didn't grow up from salami cheese. You didn't grow up from spam. You didn't grow up from mayonnaise sandwiches. You even don't even eat sardines like you used to. And because you didn't got full, you stopped asking God to still fill me up. Fill my cup because I'm full physically don't mean I'm full spiritually and I wonder is there anybody here that can say Reverend I came in sometime with my cup empty but I knew if I kept my mind on the Lord he will fill my cup in fact he filled my cup this morning and it overflowed now I'm living in the overflow in fact my children are blessed because of the overflow my husband is blessed because of the overflow my wife is blessed because of the overflow Flow. And my church is blessed because of the overflow. Look at somebody say, I'm living in the overflow. I'm living in the overflow. I used to love, I used to love, I don't know about y'all, but I like being around elders. Because they had a lot of things that you can grab hope to. They didn't say hold, they said hope you can grab hope to. Coming up, I always remember at about 6 o'clock in the morning, Reverend, she would be downstairs. She didn't have to have a whole lot. She would get some toast. And she would get that old rusty Folger can. Y'all done got sophisticated. Now, 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 now we got the 
We got the, the Curex. Measure how many cups and how big your cup is. She always got the same cup. Same saucer. And she would begin to make sometime in the pot, sometime instant. It all tastes the same. And she would fill the cup. And as she added what she wanted in the cup, I could recall her pouring sugar. And instead of powdered creamer, she would get some real milk. And as she would begin to pour, the, the coffee would overflow in the cup, in the sauce, and she would just turn it. Just a little bit, you can just hear it tingling three times. And I, I believe she was doing it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. She said, because whatever spills out, God, I know I could just pull the cup away and sip from the saucer and still wish I had somebody to say, I'm glad Granny was sipping for me because I'm blessed now. Mama prayed for me and had me on her mind. Took a little time out to pray. Yeah. I'm living in that overflow. Truth, truth be told, you're sitting in the overflow. Because the saints said when all of God's children get together on one accord, what a time. I wish I had somebody that can lose their mind and just say, I'm just glad to be here. Glad to be in the service one more time because I wasn't supposed to be here. living in the, in the overflow because I know he'll supply it and, and I know that his, my effective appeal will feed me daily. I, I, I struggle sometimes with people that want to wait to be effective in life. <clears throat> Reverend, you talking senseless. No, because some folk get hung up on money. Some folk get hung up on the finer things in life. And when you feel like you're the most effective is when you feel like you're worthy of something. I mean, truth be told, have you ever went to bed on top of the world and woke up the next morning with the world on? <clears throat> Let me help you real quick. Your best blessings is being like the man that was at the gate. He was a beggar of alms. Peter and John came walking, but he had been there many times, many Sundays. People have walked by him. You know how bougie folk do. Your nose in the air because you got a new suit on. You got new shoes on. You didn't got your nails done. You got your 27-piece fresh press and dyed to the side. You got a, a fresh dyed haircut with a fancy line. And you walk past the one that's at the gate, but don't realize it's good to be at the gate. Because when they were at the gate, the man said, I need, and Peter and John said, silver and gold I don't have. But such as I do have, I'll 
walk into the let me share some of the reason why it's a factor because I'm willing to accept what God has for me because I know if he give it it's designed specifically for me you can't stop my blessing because the blessing he gives me is for me what's for you is for you and because we're both blessed I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of God why because he just keeps on blessing I'm trying to preach but I gotta let this go lastly in the text the last part of this model prayer is that there should be reciprocation the reciprocate the action that's given reciprocate the action look at the text it says forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who sins against us then he says lead us not into temptation our prayers it requires us to respond to the same gesture in which he made for us watch that it says forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who some bible says indebted to us sins against us the bible declares in matthew 6 that if you forgive others then the lord will forgive you but if not he won't forgive you either but the text says watch this real close for we also is that in your bible for we also, meaning there is the response with reciprocation. Help me, preacher. Those three words, for we also, mean that you have made the commitment because of what he's done. Y'all missed that. Watch this. You've made the commitment. Now watch this. It said sins. For we also sins. Watch this. I made the commitment because every time I came to you seven times seven, you just missed your shout. You forgave me. And the reason why I can love my enemies is because I think about when I was an enemy to God. And seven times 70, he always seemed to forgive me. And I wonder, he's saying, can you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, can you forgive me? Neighbor, can you love me? Neighbor, can you tell me you're sorry? Neighbor, can you just tell me you want to shout with me? Because every time I messed up, he picked up, picked me up. Every time I looked funny, he smiled down upon me. Every time I thought different. 
different. He thought better. Some folk need to recognize it's a blessing for God to bless you. So the best thing you can do is reciprocate the blessing by blessing somebody else. Just look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, should I say to you, forgive me? Or should I say, I'm sorry? Either way, I'm making an effort. Seven times 70, 490 times. So then now, the reason why I shout, because I've been living way past 490 mistakes. But I found out I got 99 issues and serving the Lord ain't one. Why? Because I was messed up from the flow of. But God, he forgave me. He, he, he forgave me. And what we need to understand is, watch this. This is why church folk can't get happy. Can I tell you? You got to learn how to dance in the presence of your enemies. Because here it is, it wasn't the enemy that blessed me. It was God that blessed me. But the more you smile and snarl down on me, I'm going to be blessed. Because he told me he'll make my enemies my footstool. So watch you look at me funny and say I don't belong here. But guess what? God said I can come. So now I'm going to shout because I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to give you something good to shout about. I wish I could get somebody to say, Reverend, I'm tired of people looking in on my praise. But since they looking, I'm going to give them something good to talk about. I got a reason to shout because he blessed me. He blessed me. He blessed me. And he keeps on blessing me. And because you looking at me, he going to bless me again. I feel like Sealy until you do right by me. But I'm going to keep blessing him because he keep doing right by me. So I'm going to bless you. You just missed it. You know some people looking at you in person and on video. You ought to just... They worry you on your job just. The doctor got bad news just. But let me tell you why you should double it in the church. <laughs> I'm going to double my silly feeling. Because when you saw me last night, I ain't what I am today. And because of his grace and mercy, just keep talking about me because the main things you say don't make me feel bad. I can't miss a friend that I never had, but as long as I got Jesus. That's that. Look at somebody. I 
ain't trying to get you in jail, but go to the lawyer in the courthouse. Some folk don't know when to shout because you already know he already paid the price. I'm going to hurry up and get out your way. Watch. Watch this. The last part of the text, as we look at the model prayer that Jesus gives to the disciples, the last part he closes with, lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation. Can y'all give me a second? I'm losing a little bit. They clapping. So y'all saying I was overweight. Watch this. The model prayer was given. The, the model prayer was given upon the request of the disciples. It's amazing how God can speak in advance knowing our temptations. Text says, lead us not into temptation. Watch this. Jesus didn't have a reason to be tempted. Because the Bible said he sinned not. Y'all just missed that. That's all harmonetic and harmonetically. But because he knew the nature of his disciples, he reminded them, don't forget about the things that often will take you away from your identity. See, what some folk don't understand, temptation is what you used to do or be every day. But because I'm asking him, lead me not into temptation. I'm asking God, don't let me be what I was yesterday. Let me be new today. Come here, Paul, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. 1 Corinthians 13, 11, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought think like a child but then I became a man I put away childish things Isaiah 43 remember not the former things nor consider the things of old behold I'm doing a new thing Ezekiel 11 and I will give them one heart a new spirit and I will put it within them Ephesians 4 22 to put on your old self take off your old self which belongs to the former man manner of those that are corrupt deceitful desire renew the right spirit but oh David said oh oh Lord create in me A clean heart and renew the right spirit in me and the reason why I thank God for thinking ahead of me because I don't want to be Peter I want to be Saint Peter I don't want to be Saul I want to be Paul I don't want to be Noah the drunk I want to be Noah the ark builder I don't want to be Samson weakness I want to be Samson of strength I don't want to walk without faith I want to walk with faith I don't want to live like Mary Magdalene I want to be sister Mary I don't want to be time the cusser I want to be brother time the Christian and when I think 
about something. Lord, whatever you do, don't let me look like yesterday because yesterday is dead and gone. But I thank God that this morning you gave me a new face, a new way, a new walk, a new talk. I'm preaching and you ain't saying nothing. Somebody should be shouting because God gave you newness the minute you open your eyes. I'm Somebody say, I'm better than I was yesterday. I got to stop. I got to stop. Uh, when we look at this model text, this model prayer that Jesus gives, he was telling them how to put him in order. See, today's believers get it mixed up. We always say, if I say the model prayer, then I'm praying the Lord's prayer. But notice the text says, they said, Father, teach us how to pray. Y'all catch that. He was teaching them how not to forget who he was. Where he's supposed to be in every way and every day of their walk. Because if you put God any lower, then guess what? You're showing him what you really think of him. But how many know if you put him up high? People can see him raised up in your life. In fact, when you remember coming up. As a little child, they always taught you things that they say would keep you safe in God's arms. Not only did we have the family prayer, but mom and granny them, y'all know the names. They used to tell us, gather around this bed. Let me teach you how to pray. She said, you don't have to be spectacular or real eloquent with words. She said, as long as you are sincere about what you're saying. She said, God, he will hear your prayers. She said... Y'all too young to understand Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. But she said this one will follow you all the days of your life. <clears throat> yeah. She said when you get down and out and before you go to sleep. She said, all you have to say is, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord, my soul, he'll keep. She said, don't forget to remember you got, you're not going to always live. She said, if I die before I wake, y'all remember that. 
She said, I pray the, the Lord, my soul, he'll take. Y'all don't hear me this morning. She said, praise the key to the kingdom and faith unlocks the door. She said, praise the way to the heart of God because he recognizes that now you're in trouble. Can't nobody do you like Jesus can. Can I get a witness this morning? She said, whatever you do, please don't forget to say a prayer before you lay down. And when you wake up early in the morning, and I got a question I want to ask you this morning. Did anybody pray? Y'all don't hear me. Did anybody pray last night? Did anybody pray this morning? If you prayed and mean it from your heart, somebody can tell me and witness with me. Walk the Lord, come and see about you. Can I get a witness in this house? In fact, I wonder, is there anybody here that can say reverend i'm praying right now because i'm going through some situation that got me flat on my back and i just need a fresh anointing for the lord to lift me up again can i get a witness we are new we fall down but we shall get back up again the reason why jesus was given the model prayer to the disciples because he said you all are sinners saved by grace and the good thing about being a sinner and put god where he belongs he said, you will fall down. Praise be God. But you will get back up again. Can I get somebody that can testify and say, I'm so glad that I don't look like where I came from. Because I was down and out. I prayed to the Lord. And God, he lifted me from the pits of sin can I get somebody that can look back over your life and say Reverend I was a wretch undone full of sin but the Lord yeah, the Lord he picked me back up and washed my sins away I wonder is there anybody here not too cute and not too mean to stand to your feet and say I can think of one thing that he brought me from 
when I wasn't nothing he made me to something and I'm glad yeah I'm glad he blessed me but let me tell you what his word said before he walked down that dangerous road he told his people if I be lifted up I'll draw all men unto me let me tell you why you should raise him up because one Friday he went on the cross called Calvary they hung him high and they stretched him wide from the sixth to the ninth hour y'all know what he did he died ah, didn't he die the sun refused to shine the moon dripped down in blood they tell me he died before lunch he was buried before dinner but how many know sunday morning he got up with power in heaven and earth all power all power in his hands and granny said when you got him on your side and you can call him Andy now Andy walks with me Andy talks with me and he tells me I am his own I got a question and I'm gonna get out your way do you have a reason to raise him up do me one favor and give him the highest praise y'all ain't feeling me this morning just look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor the reason why I'm raising them up I wasn't supposed to look this good all the trauma that stress and that trauma that I've been through but the Lord ah, the Lord won't he make a way out of no way do me one no favor look at that neighbor and tell that neighbor be not dismayed whatever betide god will god will ah, god will take care of you won't he do it have you tried him do you know he will do me one more favor look at your neighbor and i promise you i'm gonna get out your way and tell your neighbor put your hands on your hip let your backbone slip when i think of the goodness of jesus christ and all he's done for me that's why i shout that's why i praise him that's why when i walk in the presence of his people my hands go up why because with the lord all i do is win 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 i got one more question and i'm to my seat ain't he all right
Raise them up. You got a reason to raise them. Come on, let's celebrate them. Raise them. Raise them up. I got a reason to raise them up. Because when I think about where he's brought me from and how good he's been to me, I've discovered can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody love me like the lovely, lovely Lord can. I raise him up because he's been too good to me. I want you to do something for me. On the count of three, I want you to think of something that he done for you. And I just want you to do whatever he puts in your heart to do on the count of three, though. All right, one, two, three. Make the enemy mad. That's all you got to do is make them mad. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. 